Canadian Prime Minister Justin Trudeau was recently at the University of Manitoba and a young PPC supporter tried to talk to him about abortion. In today's episode, I'm going to break down the conversation and how he could have done it a little bit better. Stay tuned. Hi, folks. My name is Cam. I am the host of the Pro-Life Guys podcast, a show dedicated to equipping you with the tools that you need to have compassionate and compelling conversations about abortion so together we can change minds, save lives, and transform our culture. Um, thanks a ton for tuning in, folks. Um, as you know, our team was recently at the University of Manitoba, and we must have missed Justin Trudeau by only a matter of maybe a few days, maybe a week or so. And so um, I wish that he had come through while our team of incredible high school students were there talking to folks about abortion. They had just received a ton of training. Um, if you missed the episode on the outcome of our Winnipeg um, high school boot camp, please check it out. It's on the Pro-Life Guys uh, podcast, whether you get it from a podcatcher, from a website, from YouTube, wherever it may be. Um, so definitely check that out. But in today's episode, I'm going to be breaking down this conversation between a PPC supporter. I, I don't know if he was a student at the U of M or just somebody who was there um, to see Justin Trudeau, um, and and how I would have had the conversation a little bit differently than the fella, and, and actually fairly significantly differently. And so I, I do want to give a shout out, not only to the um, account that posted the video, shout out to Noah from Canada, who posted it on Reddit. Um, assume that he's probably not pro-life and so I, I doubt that he's looking for a shout out but um appreciate him for uploading it it was posted on twitter at a number of different handles there um and i do want to give a shout out to the young fella who was trying to engage justin trudeau i appreciate the courage that comes into talking to people about abortion in general particularly trying to engage our prime minister in a conversation about abortion um i, I think that's admirable i think it needs to happen more often i think there's all too many pro-lifers who are pro-life um, but not willing to engage people in our culture and so props to him for trying but let's talk a little bit about how he could have done this a little bit better and i'm actually gonna break up this video in a few different points um, and talk through a few of them. And so I'm going to pull up the video, but we're not going to play it quite yet because the first thing that I want to say um, is actually with regards to entering into this conversation. All right, so here's the scene. Um, we're going to set it. You can see that, that there's a young fellow who's holding his phone up and, and he's got the record on. He's going to be recording his interaction with Justin Trudeau. And for those of you who, like I said, are familiar with Stephen Crowder or Ray Comfort or any of these other folks on YouTube who are going to post somewhat of gotcha videos, not only does it take an incredible skill set to be able to pull that off, you have to be incredibly sharp. And, and Stephen Crowder, Ray Comfort, and others are very good at what they do, generally speaking. But also, it's a different style than what we're trying to project here on the Pro-Life Guys podcast. That this young guy came in trying to win an argument and embarrass Justin Trudeau. And when we do that, when we have this projection of having this, this I, I, I'm going to get you, I'm going to get you on record being a, a foolish person. Um, goodness knows we have enough of those clips of Justin Trudeau already. But also, it sets the stage for what is necessarily a confrontation necessarily a me versus you engagement. I'm going to show up um, you. I'm going to show you to the world at how foolish and, and silly you are and how bad your position is. And so this guy tried to win an argument. And unfortunately, not only does he end up losing the argument, but he loses the person, right? That, that um, as soon as you bring that camera, as soon as you get gotcha journalism into it, the likelihood of that person actually having a meaningful conversion is going to be basically zero. And so that's the first thing that I want to say. Let's roll the clip, and we're going to talk a little bit about politics in general. So let's roll a clip just for a moment here. 
dental program uh, that is going to help low-income families be able to send their kids to the dentist. Would you support that? Um, for, I, I'm not fully into it. I just know. Well, you, you don't think? Like, I'm for people, sure I'm against wait, abortion. No, hang on, hang on. We'll put that aside for yeah, a second. Yeah. You don't think low-income families should have access to dental care? Uh, I think they should. You think they should? Yeah. Well, Pierre Polyev and the Conservative Party voted against that. Okay. Okay. So that's so already you see the party you support, the party you support. Yeah, yeah. Doesn't. I'm not fully conservative. I'm more PPC. More PPC. Yeah. Okay. So why is that? Why are you PPC? I think they're mostly Christian. I think I'm against the vaccine mandate. These are mostly Christian. So so you don't think we should be supporting Muslims? No, I think I would support everything. You should support okay, everything. we're going to pause it there. We're going to pause it there and talk a little bit about politics. I'm not going to get into whether or not Pierre Polyev and the Conservative Party should have voted in favor of dentistry for low-income families. I, I don't know any of the context on that. But this is obviously something that gets leveled against pro-lifers as it relates to politics all the time. Right. Um, we're, we're opposing whether it's in Canada, the conservatives versus the liberals or the PPC versus the liberals or NDP, whatever it may be, whether it's in America, the um, Democrats versus the Republicans. It's often reduced to a matter of, you know what, your party does all of these terrible things. How could you support this party if you actually care about people? That kind of stuff. What I would suggest, rather than backtracking, obviously we, we see that in that entire exchange, we have changed the entire power dynamic of this. This guy came in thinking that he was going to have Justin Trudeau running for cover. And Justin Trudeau is not an idiot. Um, that might be surprising that I would say this. I obviously disagree with basically everything Justin Trudeau does. Um, and he has had a lot of foolish moments. And yet... Anyone who thinks that he's a complete idiot and can't talk about anything, this guy, whether he knew it himself coming into this role or whether he has received hundreds of hours, if not thousands of hours of coaching and training into how to respond to various controversial issues, including the abortion issue, Justin Trudeau has taekwondo this into being in a complete position of power. And so what I want to suggest, if you're in a conversation and politics come into it, and it's kind of a matter of, well, your party does all of these terrible things, whether it's they vote against um, dentist access for dental care access for low income families, whether it's pro war, pro gun, pro whatever. Um, what I want to suggest saying is, you know what, I agree that there's a lot of complications that come into politics. However, if I'm forced to choose between a candidate that has poor policy in X area and a candidate or a party that supports the direct and intentional killing of innocent preborn children, I'm going to have to oppose the party or individual that supports the direct and intentional killing of the weakest, most vulnerable member of the human family. If, if you support Pierre Polyev in everything, then, then this may not be for you. However, if this is a red herring, if you are losing traction on the abortion conversation, what I want to suggest is saying, you know what, regardless of what I think about policy X or vote X, if I put that in contrast to policy Y, Y being the direct and intentional killing of innocent preborn children, there, there are very few things, if anything, that I will have to elevate as a higher priority than the direct and intentional killing of innocent preborn children, right? And, and that sounds callous. And uh, my, my personal politics, not even into this, that this isn't about whether or not I think low-income families should be getting payouts on dentistry or not. This is about regardless of whether I think that's a really high priority, whether it's something else that I actually value really highly and I have to bite the bullet. Don't feel like you have to bite the bullet and agree with everything that your party does. 
rather contrast what your party may or may not be doing that you like or dislike and contrast that with something that Justin Trudeau is doing directly and intentionally supporting the killing of the weakest, most vulnerable members of the human family. So we're going to roll it again. And we're going to dive into one of the other challenges that this young man unfortunately falls into. Liberal abortion is against Christianity. I think. Oh, but, but okay, okay. Do you think? Do you think that women should have the right to choose what happens to their own bodies? Personally, no. No. If you think? You think you should be able to choose what happens to a woman's body? Well, I think if they're sleeping around, they shouldn't be allowed to right. abort the baby. Personally, wow. I'm pro-choice. Wow. Oh, wait. You just say you're pro-choice. No, 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 no. You're pro-choice. No, 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 no you're not pro-choice. No, I'm pro. What's the spicy? Pro-life. Pro okay. Pro-life. Yeah. yeah. So we're going to stop it there and we're going to talk about um, the, the stumbling. Obviously, this guy wasn't planning on being on the hot seat. He thought that Justin Trudeau was going to be on the hot seat the entire time. And this is where we come into some really important questions. And this can be a theme. Justin Trudeau is going to come back to this a number of times on bodily autonomy. Do you think that women should have control over their own bodies? And we've talked about this on a number of episodes. Actually, last week's episode, if you didn't have a chance to tune in, was with Emily Albrecht from um, Equal Rights Institute. We talked in depth about bodily bodily autonomy arguments. And to summarize that, Justin Trudeau brings forward, do you think that women should have the right to control their own bodies? What we're going to do with our roadmap is common ground analogy and question rather than what this fellow is going to do. Um, and as we're going to have to shake our heads a little bit at, instead of backtracking and trying to say like, no, I don't think that women should have control over their bodies. Rather, we're going to build a common ground. Obviously, Justin Trudeau, you and I agree that bodily autonomy is one of the most important privileges and rights that we have as human beings, as free citizens. Imagine, analogy time, imagine that a mother wanted to use her body to directly and intentionally harm an innocent born child. She's abusing her born child. Do you think that she has the bodily autonomy to harm another person with her body? Not only have we demonstrated the principle that we have limitations on our bodily autonomy, that my right to swing my fist ends where somebody else's nose begins, but we have transferred the burden of proof, the burden of responsibility back onto Justin Trudeau by asking a question, by asking him, Justin Trudeau, do you think that there are limitations to bodily autonomy? I would assume, um, hopefully, that Justin Trudeau is going to say something to the effect of, well, obviously not. A mo mother can't use her body to harm a born child. That's going to be our pivot question, which is, well, if we don't have the bodily autonomy to use our bodies to harm innocent born children, why do we have the right to use our bodies to harm innocent preborn children? What is the difference? At that point, presumably, Justin Trudeau is going to get into, well, it's different. It's just a fetus. It's a clump of cells. Mothers have more rights than fetuses and clumps of cells. And that's what we want to talk about. We want to talk about the human rights argument. If something is growing, isn't alive, if a living organism has human parents, isn't he or she a living human? Shouldn't all humans get human rights? And if they do, and if we acknowledge it biologically, this is a living member of the human family, then doesn't that make abortion a human rights violation? That's where this person wants to go. This is what they should be doing, putting the burden of proof back on Justin Trudeau, demonstrating the principle that while bodily autonomy is incredibly important, we don't have ultimate sovereignty of our bodies. We don't have complete control of what we do. We have control up until our choices and actions are directly and intentionally harming the people around us. So we're going to roll it one more time. We're going to talk about one other error that this um, student made, unfortunately, and then we're going to kind of tie it all together. So one more time. And, and you don't think women should be able to make choices what they do with their bodies? With abortion, no, personally, no. Why not? Why not? Uh, because it was their choice to sleep around after. No. Whoa, 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 whoa. That, that is, oh, so, so, so a, a woman who is raped should be able to get an abortion? Uh, I'd say that's 
So that's where it gets complicated. No, no, it doesn't get complicated. But that's like that's, yes or no. That's super specific examples. Those are like no, 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 but it's it's an all too common example. Like if right? you, women get raped all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, and it's it's something we have to take seriously. But ninety five. So, so no, no. So let's talk about that specific example. Should a woman who was raped be able to get an abortion? Uh, I'm split on it, fifty fifty. But I think well, ninety five. You are you are you are not in favor of saying yes. A woman who was raped should get uh, should be able to choose uh, to not bear that child. Uh, I, I honestly don't know. Well, it sounds like you need to do a little more thinking yeah, and, and a little more praying on it as well. Oh, oh, and a little bit more praying. Justin Trudeau gets the barb in there at the end. Um, this is the video, folks. That, that's the entirety of the video. We'll drop the whole video in the show notes below um, so that you can rewatch it again. Um, there, there's a number of things in that, unfortunately. This young man, because he was on the hot seat and he probably wasn't expecting to be on the hot seat, ended up falling into his own trap. And so the sexual assault question plagues a lot of pro-lifers. This is something that politicians, pro-life politicians, especially around the world, have fallen into time and time again, that abortion is wrong except for the cases of health of the mother and sexual assault. And therein lies the problem, that abortion is either wrong in every situation or it's appropriate in every situation because either abortion directly and intentionally kills a living member of the human species and all humans get human rights, or it doesn't, right? I, I often talk about how if somebody could convince me that abortion does not kill an innocent human, then I would change my mind on abortion entirely. That it's not circumstantial, it comes down to whether or not these are living humans and whether all living humans get human rights. And so this young fella um, completely spelled his own demise in the argument by differentiating between women who sleep around and therefore should be culpable for their decisions and should not be allowed to have abortions, um, differentiating those from women who are victims of sexual assault. Again, we have to go through that progression of common ground analogy and question. You know what, Justin Trudeau, I agree that sexual assault is one of the most heinous crimes in our entire society. And we need to do more to prevent it from happening in the first place, to punish the guilty perpetrators, and to support that innocent victim, regardless of whether she becomes pregnant or not. You and I agree that this is a massive problem that demands a solution. Imagine that a mother was in an abusive relationship with a violent attacker and had a born child. Maybe that violence and, and abuse didn't begin until after the child was born. Maybe she uh, was simply in that relationship and had no opportunity to get out of it until after that child was born. Would we ever suggest that once we get that mother free from that violent attacker, that she should be allowed to kill that two-year-old child, that born child, to cope with the memory of that traumatic experience? Well, obviously not, and so if we're not going to kill a born child because they're a constant reminder of a traumatic experience, then why are we willing to kill a pre-born child who may be a constant reminder of a traumatic experience? What's the difference? Back into the human rights argument. So unfortunately, this young fella um, didn't take that approach. He he split, he, he tried to take the, the balanced approaches some people try to um, construe it to be, and that was his major downfall. And obviously, Justin Trudeau has been listening to this podcast because he has listened to a lot of our conversation tips about how we don't want to just be dancing all over the place and not finalizing our points, not pushing um, in an appropriate way. He did a very good job, Justin Trudeau, believe it or not, in pushing this young fellow. No, no, you, answer that question. This is a simple yes or no question. Should women who are victims of sexual assault be forced to carry through that pregnancy? Should women who are victims of sexual assault be allowed to have abortions? 
pushing through on that is something that we as pro-lifers want to do because the abortion advocates that we talk to, Justin Trudeau himself, our, our team members have had a number of opportunities to try to engage him in conversation. He knows that we're obviously a lot more prepared for a conversation. And so unfortunately, to this point, um, to my knowledge, he hasn't engaged in a full conversation with a CSPR team member. We'd love to have that happen. Um, however, he ended up being on the front foot and the, the PPC supporter ended up backtracking for a number of reasons. And so there's a lot of things that we can take away from this. Again, let's let's give credit where credit's due. This PPC supporter had the courage, had the cojones to go and try to engage Justin Trudeau. But unfortunately, he did so with the wrong attitude, with the gotcha journalism, having the phone out there recording, trying to get him to say something foolish unfortunately entirely backfired. That is a way to embarrass Justin Trudeau. And yet everybody already knows that Justin Trudeau supports abortion. There's nothing that he can say that will villainize him any further. He's just going to pump out the same party lines of this party and myself will always support a woman's right to choose. You're not going to get him to say anything uh, more radical or foolish than he has already said with regards to the abortion issue. And so I don't see the value in trying to record that anyways. But when we compromise our efforts of trying to win the person by trying to win an argument or make the person we're arguing with seem silly, foolish, stupid, um, whatever we want to say, uh, we're, we're already setting ourselves up for failure. Second of all, when it comes to politics, you don't have to defend every policy or every vote that your party makes. Simply contrast what their um, complications may be and contrast that with a party that supports the direct and intentional killing of innocent preborn children. Um, third of all, bodily autonomy, recognizing that, yeah, bodily autonomy is one of the most important privileges and rights that we have as persons. Are there limitations? Common ground analogy question, could um, I agree that this is so very important for us in every kind of situation? Imagine somebody wanted to extend their, their bodily autonomy, their bodily decisions um, towards those around them who are born. Are there limitations on our bodily autonomy at that point? If there's limitations on our bodily autonomy after um, somebody is born, then why not before they're born? Talk about the humanity of the preborn. And finally, don't try to find a middle road on abortion. There is no middle road on abortion. Abortion is either always right or always wrong. Either, as I often frame to people, if abortion does not kill an innocent human being, then we have a growing movement of young men and women, um, men and women in every age demographic, every background, every um, life experience, who uh, a growing demographic of people who support taking away women's rights for no good reason. However, on the flip side, if we take Pascal's wager, what if we're right? What if abortion does directly and intentionally kill an innocent human being? then it is very difficult to argue that in Canada, we are not endorsing genocide. The direct and intentional mass slaughter of a defined group with the agency and support of the masses and government and media. It's really difficult. That's what's at stake. Either we have a huge growing group of jerks or we have a system that systematically kills the weakest, most vulnerable members of the human family. This comes down to whether or not they are human. And if they are human, then even in cases like sexual assault, Abortion is not an appropriate solution to even the most challenging of circumstances. And, and that's what we need to come back to. Let's not try to split hairs. Not, let's not try to take a quote-unquote balanced approach or middle road approach because it doesn't exist. Either you're against all abortions or you support all abortions. There's no middle road. And so I hope that that's been helpful. I hope that if ever you have an opportunity to talk to Justin Trudeau or other leaders 
um, you can absolutely do so. If you like what you hear, then please don't on, um, not only check out other content, um, go to our website, um, www.prolifeguys.com. Check out other content, go to your favorite podcatcher. If you haven't already subscribed to the YouTube channel, please do that. I would love to try to hit a thousand subscribers by the end of this year. We are gradually creeping up there. We're over 550. I'd love to hit a thousand subscribers by the end of the year. And last of all, if you really want to help grow this program um, and put more boots on the ground, please do check out our Patreon page, patreon.com slash prolifeguys. All of those links in the show notes below, including um, the link to the video if you want to watch it again. And thanks a ton for all of you for tuning in. Thanks a ton to Maddie Halleck, who made this video possible and, and did all the cutting up of content and video stuff. And if you have other content that you would like to see, please don't hesitate to reach out and I will do my best to cover it as quickly as possible. All that to say, thanks much. I hope that you have a great rest of your day, however many hours are left in it. May God bless you abundantly.